Hey guys, welcome to Chaos Movies again. Look, have you guys watched Baby Driver? I mean, I have several times. A lot of people told me at the start that it wasn't really that, you know, it was quite boring. And I was like, well, I don't know, man. Like, I watched it and it's different. It's it's a heist movie. It's got a lot of driving in it. And obviously the title of it's a bit weird, Baby Driver. You know, it gets a seven and a half stars out of 10. And that's from about 400,000 people, I believe. And I was like, okay. I had one of my good mates who used to work with me. He said it was a bit shit. And I'm like, okay, cool. You're a little bit, you're like 10 years younger than me. So that's cool. You got a reason. It stars um, Ansel, El- um, well, sorry, let's say his name. Ansel Elgott, John Bethriel, John Hamm, Eliza Gonzalez. Uh, Kevin Spacey, fucking Jamie Foxx, plenty of people. I love this movie movie from start to finish. I don't know. It's got the music. It's got the car chases. It's got the bank robbery. It's got the sex. It's got violence. It's just class, right? I mean, not class as in class directing or class producing or production. It's more like a, it's more like a, like a class set up for me you got this kid who has this this look he clearly is stuck in the past he's wearing glasses he plays music and he's a he's a kid right because soon as the soon as the the robbers or the criminals get out of his car the music the score the soundtrack on this film is phenomenal i love it it's like everything you want from that era and he just go straight into ad-lib mode, like nothing cares. This dude is literally sitting in the hot seat. He needs to be ready to go, but he is. He just doesn't want you to know that. He just wants you to He just wants you to enjoy the film. Like, this is cool. This is edgy. I'm invested. I want to see how it goes. John Hamm, <laughs> John Hamm and Eliza, I mean, they're called Buddy and Darling. So you got Baby, Buddy, Darling, and then, of course, Kevin Spacey's Doc. I think uh, Jamie Foxx is called Bats. And Flea is Eddie. Flea from, I'm assuming, from um, Red Hot Chili Peppers. <clears throat> no, is it? Shit. Nah. Yeah, maybe he is. I don't know. But he's from freaking Back to the Future as well. Who cares? Yeah, Flea. I'm pretty sure Flea's part of bit them. Anyway, so he's in it. It's like... It's just one big heist movie, but I think it's the way the disconnect between Baby, as Kevin Spacey would call him in a southern accent. It's kind of like southern or it's more whatever it is. It's sort of like Baby. Everyone's like, Baby, what is he listening to? Like, they don't know why he doesn't talk. He wears glasses and he has his headphones on. He's always listening to tunes. But that that's just that's just intriguing, right? you got these people that are on edge. A couple of the team members, they all understand what he's about. He can drive. I love the scene. Even when it's so outlandish as to choose a fucking red WRX, not an Impreza, because I, I don't think the badges state that it's a super Impreza, so it just might just be a WRX. And it's red. It's on the highway. Why would you have a red car? It's like having a yellow car on the highway. The, the helicopter is after you, but you know what? They play it cool. There's a couple of things they missed, but whatever. I'll, I'll entertain the thought. Um, that's that's as simple as it gets. I, well, no, that's as simple as the start gets. Clearly, there's an ultimatum. 
Kevin Spacey, who from future endeavors and future and past issues, the guy's a fucking creep. I don't, I love his I love his acting capabilities, but as a human being, he's a piece of shit. But I'm sure you already know that. He plays a decent role. He's a little chunky motherfucker in this movie, but when you can just tell there's a reason why baby's in there and he's he's stashing money away his floor and he's taking care of his half granddad or whatever who's um partially or well, he's definitely deaf. And there's a there's a as I said earlier, a disconnect between baby and um, the real world. You know, he loves his music because there's a reason behind that. He can't not have his music. It's what reminds him of someone special. So he will always use it. And he does what he's told. And that tells you that he's got someone controlling him from the top, which would be Kevin Spacey. And then he's got his, his right-hand man and women, which is ba- uh, which is um, – um, Darling and whatever the fuck his name is, I said earlier, John Hamm's character, whatever, you know, bit of style. But obviously when the crew changes, Jamie Foxx comes into it and he's just not all keen on it. And there's a lot, there's a lot to be, lot to be swallowed throughout that part of the movie. And Buddy and Darling, they're just all about Coke, alcohol, the rush, life, lavish styles. And that's all good. Buddy's all about, fulfilling his need to satisfy his boss and once he's done he's going to go legit but obviously jamie fox comes in some shit goes bad they run into a civilian who's heavily armed and they have a big chase and that goes against the morals of the group except except for a couple of people and so on and so on baby meets a girl who's right up his alley loves music and uh, i think her name is deborah and I love the thing they do with movies in here. Uh, sorry, movies, songs, movies, titles, speech, subtitles, whatever. They, the script is centered around the names. Baby, Darling, Doc, Deborah. It's all, I'm assuming, I can only assume it's got something to do with song titles. And it's kind of out there for you when he runs into this girl called Deborah and she's wearing a black and white outfit which sort of for me signals that it's like 1950s 1960s type of tie the diner she's in is definitely 60s and baby well his mum is like a classic uh, cabaret singer before she had a car accident left him with a hearing impairment and I think the only reason why he can he can tolerate he's hearing is because he's got this music to listen to and then of course he becomes dependent on music so if he's not around he can't function it's like it's like we can't function out without food or water and that's the the lifeblood but for him he could probably do both but he can't function without music because of the turmoil and the, and not not the, the conflict that happened when he was younger i mean it's just it's just an exciting movie I, I mean, I'm not telling it from an exciting point of view. I just, I just remember that when I first watched it, I was wondering how boring it was going to be because everyone told me that. Once I started, I was like, "This has got everything. It's got everything you need." I don't know. It's, it's great filming. It's great production. It's great editing. It's great script. It's great directing. It's got car chase scenes. It's got sex. It's got guns. It's got shooting. It's got money. It's got purpose. It's got narrative. It's got realism what else do you want? It's got Jamie Foxx for fuck's sake. I mean, he comes in there and does his shit and he creates the scene. 
it's like motherfucker Jones from Horrible Bosses. It's just it's Jamie Fox. He doesn't need to do much, but he has a problem with whatever is going on, and that's where you, as the the viewer, is probably supposed to pick up on that, right? So just pretend you're the person setting this whole scene up, and Jamie Fox comes in. He's supposed to be that extra person, hired hand, and he starts messing the shit up. But he starts flushing out possible weaknesses in your group. Kevin Spacey notices. And then Baby becomes vulnerable and uh, Darling and Buddy, who are along for the ride, are starting to think, eh, well, maybe you should leave. We're friends and I'll give you that, so get the fuck out. But Bats, played by Jamie Foxx, won't have it. He wants to know what's going on. And one of the coolest things about this movie is that Baby has been making mixtapes. <laughs> it's, like, it's like you painting pictures of your life story and your evil partner's figuring out that you've been keeping record, even though it's just for you and it's just something you do to get off your chest. But to them, it's something that can ID them, something that can come back. But, you know, let's just shake on handshake for sake, like for, for, uh, like for the sake of the whole job, let's just handshake and say, no, nah, I'm not going to tell anyone about you because, you know, we're boys, we're girls, we're friends, let's, let's go. No, no, criminals don't ever believe in that code. Literally, like you're recording me. Okay, well, can you just come and sit over here with me? Boom, dead. There's a trust issue, a massive trust issue in any heist movie. This one has it, but it's got so many cool fucking things in it. I mean, Deborah, the girl that plays Deborah, just fucking kicks it off for me. I love the shit she's got to offer for this film, and obviously the young fella, uh, baby, he. I think, I can't remember what he was in. Not Maze Runner. Pretty sure it's not Maze Runner. Um, no, that's right. He was in that. Uh, I don't know. I, I won't. I'm never going to talk about this series. I'm not sure how it went, but he was in Divergent and Insurgent. I don't think. Yeah, it wasn't, it wasn't big for me. I don't know. I just don't. I, whatever. But this was. Probably stand out for me to for to watch, and he did it. He did a he did a good job. Fucking oh, that's right. Yep, yep. Sorry, hold on. He was in Carrie, the second, third remake. So you got the first remake with I think Sissy Spacek was Carrie in the first, and then obviously there was another one which is Carrie the Rage, which had that. Brad Spencer dude from uh, whatever his name was from uh, Home Improvement. He got his balls ripped out by a fucking spear gun. That was pretty funny. And then the the carry that I know of these days was Chloe Grace Mortez and also Julianne Moore was in it. So the guy who came to her aid because his partner or jock girlfriend in school was part of the bullying session suggested that he go to prom with her and it was all terrible and whatever. So, yeah, he was from that. So that's cool. I, I actually like that. He looked like a jock, but he had a good heart and it didn't work well. He got a buck of the blood, landed on his head and cracked his cranium open and died and hemorrhaged or whatever. But that's not the point. The point is that dude had a bit of a decent role there and it wasn't bad for me, so I enjoy watching him. Sometimes when you see a guy, he's like, oh, I really like that guy and then you find out he was in that movie where he played some fuckhead 
and you just once you don't like him, it's really hard to come back for me anyway. It's like um, trying to give an example. It's really hard, but you're not here to listen to my examples of why I don't like certain actors. Baby Driver is definitely a movie worth watching because it's from start to finish, it's action. It's a heist movie that's great, but it also starts to tell a story later on and there's no silver lining, but it's sexy. It's 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 got uh, charisma and it's got classical uh, era feel to it, 19. 19- 60s 50s and then the 70s and then doesn't have any of the 80s but it's sort of like the 2000s where they kind of have everyone present and they're trying to act like they're in the past and kevin spacey's got like yeah it's just made some great films have a let's have a watch and just if anything it's like a very tame version of fast and furious with a touch of touch of um conscience i guess you could say fast and furious they don't give a shit about anyone but whatever Baby driver, have a watch. As always, thanks for listening and I'll chat to you guys later. Bye-bye.